This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Let's get us started. What's up, Maddie? What's up, Andrew? It's been years since I've heard your voice. I know, right? Crazy. It's like 10 years now since I've seen you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you since uh, I left when I graduated. Yeah, I know. So it's... nuts. I know. I'm uh, hopefully going to get out there this year so we can see each other in person. You should, yeah. So. so you're in um chicago now where are you again no i just uh i moved to cincinnati ohio for a job what's your job i uh, work i'm a supervisor at h&m the clothing store ah okay 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 do you still do illustration stuff yeah uh it's been a kind of on the uh, uh i've been trying to get it going again slowly i'm gonna put up a website i think this year with some new stuff on it like legit not like tumblr I think that's probably got to be one of the harder ones to keep keep the job going, like illustrator job. Like yeah, dude, it's. I mean, I had some like when I got out of college, I had some like good clients and stuff, but it just changes with the seasons, you know. Like they take gambles on people who like during the winter time for magazines. Right. Because it's like a slow season, but the summer is like when they make their money, when people are out and about shopping and you know looking at ads and stuff and. You know, so, like, I worked for, like, GQ Russia for three months, and then I worked for Time Out New York for three months, where I was getting, like, steady checks for illustrations, and then kind of just dropped off, and I took, like, a management position with this, like, uh, kind of, like, small company in Chicago, and that just turned to shit, so huh. had to get out, but that kind of, like, put my illustration stuff on the on the side for a minute, and I've been trying to slowly get back into it with some new stuff, so... Hopefully, um, sometime this year, I'll have some new stuff up, and I'll get some more freelance jobs at least, or who knows what'll happen. Yeah, it's like, that's that's hard. It's hard enough to get film stuff regularly, yeah. but I feel like illustration's got to be even worse. Well, it's like, it's weird, because there's like no place you can move where it's like, yeah, I can get an illustration job here. Right. It's like, at least with film, you can like, kind of like, okay, LA's a place to be. Oh, they're yeah. like... You know, they're shooting a bunch of stuff in, like, New Orleans now. So, like, if you wanted to go there, I have some friends who just moved there to do some film stuff. Right. So, like, there are, like, opportunities in, like, cities and stuff. Like, I've heard Cincinnati's, like, since um, Carol came out, I guess they shot all of Carol here. Really? Um, which I didn't know. Um, but I guess they're, like, I haven't seen the docket of stuff they're going to be filming here. But um, it'd be interesting to see to be, like, an extra or something just to do something for a day, you know. But, um, yeah, it's interesting that, like, you know, back in Norman Rockwell's time, you could just, like, get hired on. It was like, oh, yeah, you're going to do all our illustrations. And now it's like, well, you were cool for a month, but see ya, we got this new kid who's, like, 22 and can, is better than you. And it's like, damn you, you 22-year-old, you're so young and you have so much life ahead of you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I can't imagine it, man. I mean, ugh, that that's it's just a totally different world for me. Yeah, man. I mean, at least you guys seem to be doing really well and like at least working on stuff, from what I know. So, but then I again, I haven't talked to you guys in a, a while, so. Yeah, um, it's funny. The the first Super House member I met outside of SCAD was was Johnson, cause Johnson came to Japan. Yeah. So I hung out with him while I was living there. And then I moved to L.A. after I was kind of done with Japan. And then uh, I saw, of course, Bowditch and, and, uh, and Joey here. I'm wondering where Joey is, actually. Is he but supposed to be here? He's supposed to call in, yeah. Cool. But, um, yeah, so he was – so that was like three out of five. And now, yeah, you're like the last piece, man. I know. I said, even James is out here. I know. I was like, it was funny because everyone's like, I was working at Half Price Books before I took this position, and um, everyone's like, what are you going to do Like after so long? Like, you just want to continue to work in like, Louisville, Kentucky? I was like, no. <laughs> when I turn 35, I'm just going to move out to L.A. and be like, please, someone take me in and give me some kind of work. You'll find something. Yeah, well, I just assumed with you guys doing what you do, like, I don't know what could happen, but I was just going to be like, Andrew, please help me. I mean, I could... Tell me where to go, but... Um... Yeah, that, that was that was the interesting thing when I moved out here, because Jeremy and everybody else moved out here right after college, but I took a three-year detour in Japan. Yeah. I come back here, I, sp I spent six months in Atlanta, and... Uh, I uh, then I moved to LA after that, and I had like almost no friends outside of my family, of course. Yeah. Uh, in in Atlanta, and then I moved to I moved to LA, and I have friends here that know the score. They know what LA is like. They were driving me around and shit because I didn't have a car. Yeah. I don't think that would happen now as much because everybody's kind of grown older. Like I was yeah. there right at the end of like. It seemed like all the like scad people were still hanging out hanging out with each other but now it's like everybody's kind of grown apart mostly yeah that, i'll bring, that's I'll bring two house back together at least yeah at least via this podcast like yeah i'll be new blood if i end up in town so yeah um, but yeah i don't know um h&m has a lot of like possibilities to transfer places so there's a lot of h&m around here yeah there is and you know uh I don't know, man. Like, I, I was kind of joking when I said I'd move out there to do a Superhouse podcast, but then I was kind of not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After six months, you can you're pretty much able to transfer if they like if they need a position somewhere. So yeah, I don't know. There's an internship I'm really interested. In. It's a visual media internship through H and M that's like photography and video. Nice. Um, and it's in New York, and they put you up for the time in like a hotel in New York, and like put you in that internship. So I'm kind of interested to see like where that may go yeah if i can get that like i don't know like that much about like i mean i know the basics of photography and the basics of video but you know that's what an inter internship's for man it's to teach you how to do something so yeah but it's an internship which you don't really get these days so that's kind of nice but i don't know do you I have mean, to be in college for that no you just have to work for the company to get the opportunity ah yeah that's that's possible but if you okay. if you moved out here with a job like, do you even need the internship? No, I was just going to do it because I don't want to work in retail anymore, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to work with – like, I just want to be, like, behind the scenes, like, making magazines or commercials or 
just doing something else, man. Something I haven't done. Like I've done this for this retail shit for so long. It's like, I want to be behind the scenes doing different stuff. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. What's Eric B doing now? He's in Europe somewhere. <laughs> With Johnson? Um, no, but it's funny cause Johnson is staying where Eric was like a year ago. So I think that's really strange. Like they like and, Latvia. Yeah. And like Johnson's with the woman there and that's why Eric was there. And I was like, what are you guys like living parallel lives? Like what's happening? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I know. I forgot where Eric was. Um, hold on. Let me check Instagram real quick. I'm sure it'll tell me, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like the last time I went to Chicago to visit uh, some of my friends there, he w- I thought he was like in Scotland or wherever the heck he is all the time, but he was like, um, he was there. So we got to hang out and went to some old stomping grounds and realized how old we had gotten and how we didn't have <laughs> places anymore. Um, but uh, it was fun to hang out with him. It's always a good time. I-, I think Johnson said he might be in Portugal. Yeah, that's where I think he is. Um, that's... Uh... Someplace I haven't thought about going. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd like to see it all, everything over there. I definitely want to visit, visit some, like, Asian countries. Yeah, man, you should, especially yeah. Japan. Yeah, I think <laughs> nothing but good things and uh, fun times. But uh, I think I'd like to, hopefully when those wild flights get to uh, Chicago, I can just fly to Iceland and hang out in Iceland for, like, a week or something and then just come back. <laughs> What's a wild flight? They're like $100 flights to, like, Iceland. How does that happen? But they're only in, like, New York and, like, Boston, and then, like, they're supposed to be opening one up in Chicago. So they happened, like, last year, but you had to, like, get to Boston, which is a heck of a trip and expensive just to, like, get on a flight, you know? Right. Then you'd have to fly there for, like, I don't know, $300, $400 or something. Man, I have found some crazy deals. Not, like, 100 bucks, but... I'm going to Japan again in May. Yeah. I got the vacation time for one, but also I've, I found him for like $460. Yeah, I was looking for just like kind of not seriously searching, but around a round trip in September to L.A. for like 435 or something. That's awesome. So I think I'm going to buy that as soon as I get um. So I'm like right now with H&M, they're paying for me to live in a hotel. I'm getting paid like $16 an hour. Right. And then, and then I get per diem, which is like food allowance and gas allowance. Okay. And so I have like 350 some odd dollars coming my way th- right. for just a week. And then next week I'll get it. I have to apply for more. Right. Since I've been here for like a month. So that's kind of going to be my uh, fund for the LA ticket. So. Good, good. Because I would like, pay for you to move out here if they transfer you, right? Uh, yeah, since it'll be a big trip. So. Exactly. So that would be cool. I hope that happens. I mean, I, I definitely want to come visit because because it's been a long time, right? I've never ever been to that that side of the country. So you know, we got but, Jeremy. Uh, I feel like here. he goes out there. Maybe not Johnson, but everyone else is enjoying. We got Jeremy here. Hey, yo, what's you, up? You there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can you, how's the how's the mic now? It's a little muffled, but I can hear you. Okay, yeah, it's got to be a little further away from us now, but... Did you buy a new microphone? Yeah, that other one was on loan. I don't like your bad outage. Yeah. Yo, what's up? <clears throat> what are you guys working on? We're just, we're just 
like catching up because I haven't talked to him in ten years. What am I working Except for online. I haven't heard his voice. Your voice is not as southern as I remember, by the way. You're insane. Really? I don't hear it. I I hardly hear it. I've spoken to Maddie in the last ten years. It's the same. I've heard his voice. I remember because I guess we we were always... I've seen his face. We were always drunk together. So (laughs) it came out more, probably. Yeah. Really? You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm kind of surprised. You're saying he sounds more or less Lexington, Kentucky than he did before. He sounds less. To me. You still live in that part of the country, though, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio right now. That's still chili on, uh, chili on pasta territory. Yeah, that's that. It is true. <laughs> they they love it here, man. Chili on pasta. Yeah. All what? the way wet. Two way, three way, you know. Five way. Yeah. <laughs> Any which way you want it. I've never heard of that. Okay. Sun. I've never. I've I've only been to the Midwest once, and that was to go to Chicago. Yeah. Love Chicago. That's a great place. I was like 14 at the time with my parents, so I didn't really know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't drinking. Folks, things have changed. Andrew is suggesting that he now knows some things. <laughs> oh, come on now. So what's up? What's going on in Cincy? Uh, got a, took a supervisor position at H&M, and uh, I'm living in a hotel for the next couple of weeks. And they're training me. And making more money than I've made in a while, so it's kind of nice. That's good. That's great. I'm I'm doing a nine to five job myself for the first time in my entire life, <laughs> and it's incredible. You're welcome, Bowditch. It's great. Yeah, I want one of those. I want to know what that life's like. Like checks. Checks coming in. But like all the time. Well, that's great. That, that's right. That's right. It's crazy. Welcome, to me. welcome to this world. Just crazy to me. Living paycheck to paycheck is not cool. I don't want to do it anymore. I just recently have gotten to the point where on payday, I don't even check. Yeah. Uh, this just happened like in the last few paychecks, but it's like, I know my money's there. Cool. <laughs> Look at us growing up. Finally, I'm, I'm there. It only took 10 years. Yeah, yeah. All my 20s was like real bad. Real bad. Well, I say the average American can't handle a $500 emergency. That's no, crazy. There's, yeah, I, probably I not. They say 60, 66% of Americans live check to check, and that a $500 emergency would destroy them. They're like uh, poverty adjacent. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. You, you know? are one second away from living under a bridge. It's the, uh, and but what what do people do when their car breaks down? They die, or this is what they separates. They get a credit card. What separates um, poor, truly poor minorities from like poor white people it's not so much how money, much money you have. It's how much money can you scare up in 24 hours. Uh, you know? It's like, you need $500. Can you call your grandma? She writes you a check. Uh, Does your mom just cut you a check? Does your right. buddies cut you a check? Or are you just, like, you know, killed? <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard. Luckily, Alan and Charles, and Matt, my brother, who works. Right. They can go to both, all, all three of those motherfuckers. And, uh, <laughs> they come out their pockets. I don't think I get to do that right now. Like that. If you needed it, though, if you were like, boop. Oh, if I boop. absolutely needed it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mother, yeah. I need $500. She'd, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's It'd be there, yeah. She'd send you that check. Yeah. And that's, I think, the difference between us 
and like people who are truly on the brink. Oh, for sure, yeah. You people know, like, that like support their their kids with that's McDonald's. Imagine if you had children. Yeah, I know, I know. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what if you had a person who was like, yo, I not only need twenty dollars, I need food clothes, a bigger apartment, one day I want a car, I right. want to go to college. Right, like, right, right. Whew, I need diapers. When I, when I look at my parents' generation, it's like, you guys have cars, houses, and kids. How did you How? do this? How? How? This multiple happened. children. What's that? Multiple children as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what, what magical spell did you cast to, to make this happen? It's insanity. It is insane. Are, are we just are, are we just making that much less than what our parents made? Is that really what I it is? I think it's also priorities. I think if you had an infant at 22 years old, yeah. guess what? Everything you did for the rest of your life would be about funneling cash into that furnace of a baby. <laughs> did you? Did your parents have you when they were 22? Married at 21, first kid at 28. Oh, so they had some time together. All right. They chilled. I think my parents were also like late late twenties, which was weird back then, especially in the South. They were like they were like twenty eight, twenty nine. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? My brother was saying that like my younger brother, he just got married last year, and they were like twenty seven, twenty eight, and it, like he he heard comments from people saying like, why'd you guys get married so late? <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. I mean, he could have been married and divorced by now. I know. Yeah, that's that's a very. Classic. I've got I've got a friend that's been married, that like my age, he's been married twice. I think. Get the. F yeah, it's I know it's nuts. <sighs> I'm, I'm upset about it, man. He needs to fire his conciliary, whoever that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Two times. Two times, man. I can't even imagine getting married once. It sounds terrifying. I know. I'm kind of afraid of it myself. And the idea of being like two months out of a divorce, two years out of a divorce, who cares? And being like, you know what? It was a horrible disaster the first time, but I'm feeling like this is it. I'm going right back in. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. What? It's like getting bit by a shark, and the next day you're out there like in the beach, you know, <laughs> like toweling on. It's like, what are you doing? I've bud? had several older dudes, like single, and they, they'll, they've gotten married once, and they said like that, like, never again. I'm just going to die a bachelor. Or do that Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins look. Which is what exactly? Which is have many children and own wonderful homes and have 30 years together and you just never get married. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, that's for sure. Isn't that Kurt Russell's uh, predicament as well? Yes, him and Goldie Hawn. You're right. Yeah. Oh, they're not married? Kate Hudson's yeah. mother is not married. Also Johnny Depp as well, isn't he? He's not married to that model, that French model. How whoever. long have they been together? Like a long time. Like ever since Winona, I think. Oh, they have children? Yeah, I think so. Damn. I mean, hey, guess what? No need for a prenup. <laughs> no, I guess not. When you're, uh, when you're not married. I think, I think, I think it was the same thing. He got married once, and he was like, nope. Yeah. Done now. I have nothing against marriage. I just can't see it giving me a black eye. And then <laughs> headed back for round two is all. Yeah. You know, once I once I get beat, I stay down. <laughs> for me, it's just like, I uh, yeah totally not ready or maybe i won't ever be ready i don't know it's just like we'll see where where things go but i'm not i'm not really ready to to, to get on bend a knee right now i'll tell you that much how long have you been with your girl for about a, a year 
about a year, one year, two years, or one and a half over years? Over a year. Okay. Slightly over a year. So one and a half years. Coming up on two, it sounds like. No, two would be next Two would be next February. Okay. I'll give you a year. It's a year and a month. All right. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Sage advice from, <laughs> from Kentucky over here. <laughs> That's a significant time. Now, do you got a lady? I do have a lady. I've only been with her for a... Eight months, though. Get out. <laughs> this is from the Admiral Akbar line yeah. of relationship yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. Exactly what it is. Uh, is this is completely off topic, but I feel like I'm, I like I didn't, like I know Star Wars made a billion dollars all over the place, but I feel like I didn't do my part. I only saw it three times. That's all I you saw. Did, you did your part. You saw it three fucking times. I know, but I feel like I should... Just thinking back, I feel like I should have done more. What was your favorite scene of that movie, by the way? Hmm. The whole entire fucking movie? <laughs> I really I really enjoyed uh, Daisy Ridley walking around on Tatooine 2. Among uh -huh. the wreckage of all those other ships. Some, some what do you call it? Not Mononoke, but that was like some Ghibli shit. Yeah. Some Ghibli shit. Just like all of those, like those a huge, it made me feel like it was like Aliens-esque. Those huge ships and she's uh, walking around the, the ruins. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like tone stuff, but I really liked it. I like the Poe and Finn scenes the most, to be honest with you. The, oh, yeah. The bromance scenes, I thought those were so good. I want those boys to get together and have babies. I know. I heard that his character was such a hit that he's going to be in more movies. He was supposed to like just be a minor character. Right. I could yeah, just see... He was supposed to die in the beginning. I could see really? Oscar Isaac being yeah. like cast in Star Wars, like, small part. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change that. That's what they always say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They said that to Boba Fett, didn't they? <laughs> Check me out. I was trying to think of my favorite scene in it, and I don't know if I have one. There's a bunch of shit that I was just like getting like so emotional just watching i was just like oh my god this is it they did it they made a star wars movie that it's was great. like my that was like my general consensus too it was like man they did it mm -hmm. like they brought the magic back it's it's here i really like the uh, last battle um i just think it's really just uh i just like the brutalness of it and it's like kind of watching the like cartoon series and then like coming off the prequels and right. how, like, elegant all that uh, lightsaber battling is. Mm -hmm. Right. I just like the, like, how you didn't really know if, like, Kylo is, like, even that good of a, like, Sith. Or, right. or if, like, because Daisy Ridley's, like, new at it. But it's, like, I don't know. I just really like the, like, brutality of that scene. And just, like, I just thought it was a really cool final battle. Like, of course I wanted to be, like, there to be, like huge jumps and like force pushes and like lightning and all kinds of crazy shit but that's just like me being a super fanboy it's also but the first I thought one it was the really movie. well done for a first like here's star wars again guys what do you think oh, i mean them fighting in the snow with lightsabers and I yeah mean, yeah yeah, yeah the only yeah. thing you need to add yeah. is like falling cherry blossom leaves <laughs> and you know like Dude. bamboo things that goes talk in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's that. a kill bill with lightsabers. You know what I mean? Like, he, his, his robe could have been a little more bigger. Right, right, they, right. They would have been incredible. I mean, that's... Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I love no, that you I, said you need a were... teacher. I love that, like, the, the master-student relationship thing that the Jedi and the Sith have. Yeah. It's, it's great, man. Man, I'm just excited to see what happens next with uh, Ryan Johnson and... 
Like, I'm not a super fan of his stuff, but I'm interested to see what he'll bring to um, just that universe. You're telling me you're not a super fan of Looper? It's okay. I, I mean, I like it. It's not, like, my favorite, like, movie, but... Oh, I figured that would be right up your alley. Um, no, I just was like, ah, okay. But, um, I like, I'm, like, I think he's a talented director and he's a good writer, so I'm very interested to see what he does with Star Wars. I wonder how much control he'll have, though, because will they take, like, a kind of a Marvel approach and everything, like, be decided at a producer level? Like, like will they all be kind of similar? I would hope so. I think that's probably the, the move they're going to make, but we'll see. Well, I feel like Force Awakens, everyone's like, oh, it's like it's like a remake of the first one. And for me, it was, like, a greatest hits film. It's like when you pick up, like, Sticks' greatest hits, you get all the... You get all the songs you know and love, and then they throw in an extra couple bonus tracks and new stuff. Yeah, like, I, I think that was Force Awakens, so I'm ready for, like, the next episode to be, like, remind me of the that film I just watched, but then, you know, open up something new. Like, something that might not have been done in the universe before. Like, in the films, because, I mean, the books, even if they're not canon, have done so much. That's the other thing. Like, we've been in this sandbox for the past 40 years kicking around every single idea under the sun and so for the movies to take such gradual incremental steps i can i can sense that tension between the fans and where the where this universe is on screen and where they want it to go you know what i mean like it's 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 kind of like i was saying the other day to andrew i personally don't need to see another origin story in a superhero movie ever again you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I never, ever, ever again want to see a nerd walking down the street, oh, no! And then, like, <laughs> they discover some super trash can. And now, like, we get it. We get it. We get yeah. it. You know? Yeah, it was kind of... I guess there's, like, a flashback scene in Batman vs. Superman where you see Batman's parents die again. I was like, I know. <laughs> I know this yeah. happens. It's, we, it's, weird. it's a weird call to make on that one, though, too, because it's... If it's just, like, one shot, like, a real quick flashback... It's, that's probably the best move they can make. Sure. Uh, because you got like, it's a PG-13 movie that they're catering to all ages, and yeah. it'll be some kid's first Batman. I mean, seriously, we've seen a thousand versions of it, but it's gonna. I don't care about those children, Andrew. <laughs> I feel the same way. Well, Batman, the... Batman's for everybody, man, not just for us. Those kids need to get on Wikipedia and study up. <laughs> uh, Andrew, it's called Years and Years of Comic Books. Just go pick up a graphic novel, man. They're like 20 bucks. I'm not saying that. I don't think they should. That's like mowing the yard money, man. Go get you a Batman. I don't think they should do a full thing, but I think that if it's just one single shot, like it's like Bruce Wayne, like waking up real quick and then, you know, like a big, like just one quick scene and then it cuts back to him, like waking up in a cold sweat or something. Some scene like that. That would, that'd be okay. Andrew, those are precious moments that could be used for something else. Even though I just said I don't you want You guys are so against this, it's ridiculous. Even though I said I don't want an origin story, I do, however, want 17 hours of young Clark Kent in Kansas just wandering through tall grass and, like, looking at, like, looking at, like, grasshoppers and the way the sun plays off the leaves and, like, whoa, new world. Oh, my God. A lot of people, a lot of people hated Man of Steel because they didn't like hobo Superman, like, going through, uh... All those like the 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 ship the job on the ship and kind of like wandering the earth, see, but I I, I like that. That's shit. a part of Superman that we never see. Yeah, I, it's 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 like if you if you did have those powers, wouldn't you kind of want to just travel? You don't have to worry about anybody fucking with you. 
Not to mention if Ever. your parents told you at like nine years old, like, yo, low key, keep it chill. Yeah. But you are a goddamn alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah exactly. I want to see that movie where yeah. he's like freaking out for like a week. Sure. It's like running around. Right. Like, he's like in school and some bullies like giving him tons of shit. And he goes home and he's like punching like a car down to a pebble, pulling it out and punching it again. But what's wrong with you? And it's like, mm, Terrence at school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. You cannot yeah. rip him apart. Yeah. They, yeah. Will, they will find you. Don't do it. And then you could say, they won't find me, because I'm a goddamn alien. I'll be like, <laughs> Over here doing a spit take. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's definitely a turn. <laughs> this young Superman's like, you know what? I'm not even worried about these cops. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, things have taken a turn. <laughs> yeah. You're going to shoot me? Let's see what happens. Yeah, right, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that. yeah, raised on a steady diet of, of, of what? Billy the Kid westerns and just gangster films, Clark Kent embarks on a life of crime. Yeah, there's that there's that run where he's a he grows up in Russia, and then he becomes like a czar or whatever. Oh he, really? Yeah. The, the the idea you Maddie you probably know about this right Red Sun. Yeah, I know I haven't read it, but I know about it. It's really good actually. The the, the idea of it is that Superman's ship was sent just a few seconds later. Yeah. And and. He actually, the ship actually lands in, uh, Soviet, in, Russia. in Soviet Russia, and he grows yeah. up in a Soviet commune. And it's like kind of like evil Superman, and there's a Russian Batman, and there's a, it's, it's crazy, but it's crazy good. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Kind of. It's it's what DC likes to call an Elseworlds story. Right. It's outside of canon, but it's really good. Yeah. It's one of the better runs. The, the, the Elseworlds shit is actually some of the best shit because they don't have any of the constraints of the canon. Sure, they can do what they want. They can do whatever they want. New stories. There's one run where uh, Superman becomes Batman. What? The Wayne. The, the, there's. This is another run, but the ship lands in Gotham, and the Wayne family adopts him. So he's, and never has Bruce. Uh, so he is Bruce. He basically is Bruce. Yeah. He's really... It's Batman that's bulletproof and all that. But so so it's like someone kills his parents as a child. I think that's the same. Yeah, I haven't read it, but and I would imagine. Life of darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read on the internet literally not two hours ago that Christian Bale in the Hollywood Reporter says that he's not satisfied with his Batman performance. He says once Heath Ledger showed up, he realized that what he was doing was infinitely more interesting than anything he was doing, and he felt like, oh man. And he says he thought Nolan did a great job. Heath obviously beyond approach, and he doesn't want to return to being Batman. But he's like, it just wasn't what I hoped to do with it. You know, I wanted to do more, but oh well. Yeah, but you gotta remember, those first two movies are like the best Batman movies, period. And he knows that. He knows that. You know what I mean? At, I least, think, at least now. I think you get uh, you get this off right before the new one comes out. So so people come to you like, oh, Chris, oh, Christian, don't worry, you were the best Batman. Like, come on. I mean, there's people that still think Keaton is the best Batman, or Adam West or whatever. Everybody's got a different opinion. That's true. But uh, I think one of the one of the like uh, biggest weak points of the Nolan trilogy are the fight scenes. Nolan didn't get a good fight choreographer. No, I don't think that's Nolan's fault. I mean, the that's Nolan. It's just just Nolan yeah. just likes it that, that's that no, way. That Nolan made those choices. You know I mean, Nolan could have gotten Yun Wu Ping and put it, everything in wide shots and shown Batman beating people the fuck up. The he suit has constraints that. too. Could have done that, but he chose not to. Like when we saw like that late, that last trailer. For Batman vs Superman, you see, like, it's probably not Ben Affleck, but it's a stunt dude in that same exact suit. I've never seen that on screen before. Bat I've seen Batman like punch dudes and they fall down, but I've never seen him like whoop 
six dudes after. I mean, those once. old suits couldn't he couldn't even move his head. Sure. So sure. like, and this new one, it's like Batman's fucking shit up. Which I've never ever. You see it in the cartoon a little bit. Yeah. Like four thugs, you're like, we got him surrounded. He's like, do you like that? You don't see that on the movies though. You might see him like getting to jump on one or two dudes. This is like one of the best things about this new one that's coming it's out like later a live this month. Action Arkham Asylum. That's what everybody said on the yeah. internet when it came out. It's like this is fucking Ar- Arkham. That's what it looks like. It feels like to me. Yeah. Because that, that game, I don't know if you got, you've played it, but it's all like Batman wandering through dark warehouses. He's surrounded by six dudes, eight dudes, nine dudes. He beats them up. Forty next, sometimes. Next. Sure. It's like a, it's a, uh, what do you call them? A smash and smash? Smash fighter? Uh, There's some name. Uh, I like forgot. Hack What's up? Hack and slash? That's it. Yeah. So it's like a hack and slash. It's like Devil May Cry starring Batman. Yeah. I like that. I'm on a, I'm playing Arkham Knight right now. Yeah, I, I played that, uh... I played that all the way. That was that was really good. The storyline gets a little bit weird though. Yeah. It's not it's not quite as good as I I would have hoped. But uh, Scarecrow kind of sounds like uh, Vincent Price, which I appreciate. Yeah. Okay. He's like he's. I do like the idea of the Batman villains, uh, and just comic book villains in general. It's like I don't need like Donald Trump as my comic book villain. Right. You know what? I need, like, a dude who is legitimately crazy. Yeah, yeah. Who, like, yeah. woke up early, went to Yale, got a, got a science degree, and then decided he was going to be a scarecrow. Right. And then decided he was going to talk in a funny voice all the time, only wear goofy clothes, and everyone is like, yo, this guy's wearing goofy clothes, funny voice, and he's got mystery spread. Like, that is what makes a supervillain, you know? You're saying you don't, you don't need, you don't want, like, a realistic villain. You want, like, full-on... Your name is Scarecrow. <laughs> You are known publicly as someone that walks around in dress like a scarecrow. A burlap sack. Frightening people with your super spray. <laughs> it's a wrap on being realistic. Yeah. Embrace that shit, you know? That's that's true. It's just just own it. Like there was there was the there was a uh, quote in the first X Men movie where Hugh Jackman was like, What are we gonna wear? Yellow spandex? And then uh, and yes. now it's like it's Yes, motherfucker. Cool. Wear please. yellow and blue all the way, please. every day. Please, 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 please. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm hoping with, like, whatever happens with Batman after Batman vs. Superman, that we get maybe, like, Killer Croc in some of the more creature-esque villains. Clayface. Dude, Killer Croc is in Suicide Squad. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that we get that, or, like, about to said, like, um, Clayface. Like, I want some more of that, like, weirder, like... Yes. That... Let me some tell you something. Weird shit, man. Cause that like, Clayface that... episode of the original 90s Ooh. Batman cartoon. Oh my god, two It's my favorite. My so, favorite episode. So good. Yeah, that was. God damn, that was good. Everybody quotes the Mr. Freeze episode, uh, Heart of Ice, but to me, uh, it's it's that Clayface one. I mean, because it's that guy. He like he doesn't want to be Clayface. No. Yeah. yeah. He's like he yeah. hates it. He hates it. It was done to him too. He's he's he, he it, little by little, and he's got to keep dipping in. Right. 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 Know? Right. He's like it's it's he always needs more. Right. What do you mean there's no more serum? Ah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. I love that shit. Yeah. But I, I hope they do more of that with like more of the comic book stuff. Like I want a new Swamp Thing movie. I want God. the Swamp Con- Thing is Constantine. I want I just want all that weird shit that like I read as a kid that like Marvel and DC are like, ah, we don't know. We gotta stay like kind of with like what like no diss on Nolan and what he did, because, like, I love those Batmans, but it's like, come on, let's do, like, and I think Suicide Squad is getting to that weirder side of the, you know, and, like, even, like, making the Deadpool movie is, like, that weird side of Marvel and DC that, you know, is kind of cool that it's happening again. 
I think that uh, the the big rumor anyway is that uh, Del Toro is supposed to do Justice League Dark, and he and like he, he was going to do Pacific Rim two, and then that got pulled, and he's kind of like open right now. It seeming it seems like so he might come back to Justice League Dark, but he would do Constantine and yeah. Swamp Thing in the same movie. So yeah, wait, what? Justice League Dark is this like all the anti heroes, not like Suicide Squad. Those are straight up villains. Yeah. But Constantine and Swamp Thing and Zatanna, like magical ones. Sure. Uh, I'm forgetting the other ones right now. Are they all now. in the same universe? Dead Man all in it? All the same universe. Dead Man would be in it. What? Really? That's all the same universe, man. DC owns Swamp Thing and Constantine? Yeah. 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 They own so, I, don't, I don't know a goddamn thing. So, 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 so supposedly we could get a Swamp Thing meets Batman movie at some point. Man, that would be cool. I don't know if I need all that, but <laughs> I just think having Constantine and Swamp Thing film would be pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. I like those weird characters. I, I'm interested to I'm interested to see what Suicide Squad is like. I don't know if I'm excited for it, but you got you, dude, like that. Like people younger than us, they're more excited about that than Batman vs Superman. We're in the age group where we're like classics. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I want to see Suicide Squad, like you just said. But yeah. like people like my like my brother Taylor and everybody his age, I've talked with them and there's they're sort of interested in it, but they're name, not going out of their way. Name one character that's not Harley Quinn in that movie. I can because I research this shit every day. But yeah, like I you know can't. What I mean, it's like a group yeah. of anonymous dudes are in a very expensive movie that's not about Batman. It's like I'll pass, miss me with that shit. Joker is in it, but Batman's in it for a scene. I just don't like, I mean, the visual style of Joker and whoever is the, like, like, I just get, Joker doesn't have time for tattoos. He's got <laughs> shit on his plate. <laughs> what if He's going to murder some people, take some money, maybe throw that money and, and burn it, or, you know, I don't know what Joker's doing, but he's not going to a tattoo artist and getting tattoos. I think those are prison tattoos. I was just going to say, what if he got him in Arkham? I, they don't let Joker out of Arkham. <laughs> Have we learned nothing he let, from he the lets himself out. I think he's you in uh So Joker gets out of Arkham cell and then he's like, "Yo, I need a tattoo before I go fuck with Batman." No. <laughs> this is a this is a very compelling argument. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't really like the tattoos that much either, especially the forehead tattoo, but it, you know, it seems like his performance is going to be good, so uh I'll let it slide. It. The tattoos to me look like Joker was like, oh, wait, there are comics about me. Let me look at these artistic styles when people write, ha, 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 ha. And then I'll just get that tattooed that way that it's drawn in this comic book. You're saying it's too meta. Yeah, and I'm like, Joker, Joker's not Deadpool. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Sure. He only knows what's going on with Batman and in Gotham. Right. It's and weird that's too, what I don't like about it. It's like, it just seems like they're like, oh, cool, this is from that Alan Moore book. Let's put this on him. And it's like, no. That, like, Joker isn't, like, sitting in a cell reading, like, oh, Killing Joke's really great. <laughs> They're supposedly going like, to take a lot from that book, though. That, I mean, that's cool. I mean, use that. That book's great. I'm not. I'm just saying Joker to me doesn't have fucking tattoos and a fucking grill. I think, I understand that, but I think that they, wanna, they definitely want to separate from Heath Ledger because it hasn't been that long. And uh, <clears throat> I think that also separating from Heath Ledger, uh, he's... Uh, like he the point the whole point of Heath Ledger's Joker was to be totally mysterious and have no origin, yeah, completely out of nowhere. And also like Batman doesn't understand that he's illogical or whatever, chaotic. But I think with this one they're not going to go that way. I think because they're going to take from the Alan Moore run, 
we are going to see an origin story at least a little bit from Joker, and uh, there might even be, like, uh, at least one shot of him giving a shit about Harley, but we'll see. Yeah. I just, I feel like Jared Leto is such a departure from, like, the costuming of Heath Ledger's Joker that, like, when you put them side by side, they look totally different. Like, there are two different styles in that Joker. I don't need tattoos to tell me that Jared Leto's Joker is different from Heath Ledger's. I know that looking. I mean, it's probably just from, like, people who are just like, I don't know nothing about no nothing. I'm going to go watch this Batman <laughs> Squad movie. And I get it that they're like, oh, that looks cool. That looks different. But for, like, me, a fan of, like, I've read several comics. I've read, you know, I've seen the movies. It's just, like, I don't think any Joker has looked anything like the Joker before them. There was I, a... There was something online today, though. Um, aside from the tattoos, um, there are at least seven homages to different comics and artists from the suits that he's wearing uh, in the in the in the in the movie that we've seen just from the trailer. So yeah. they're definitely following the comics. Uh, it's just a matter of just it's just the tattoos and the grill is a little bit like What's it even it's, about? it's quite a departure what's it even about like you, you tell jeremy me i agree with you i've There's... watched the trailer and i'm like i don't know what they're doing i know they're getting together for something but what Agreed. Like and like, also, who is like assembling them? I believe there's a shield in Gotham that like. No, yeah, the, ha- it's a it's a it's a character named uh, Amanda Waller, which yeah. is played by uh, Viola Davis. Sure, but I guess what I'm saying is there's no federal government in Batman's world. Ninety five South does not go down to DC in Batman's world. Gotham yeah. exists in a bubble, think, floating in space. I think and this now is like, like some real uh, crazy co-op the, shit. The Pentagon. The Pentagon's online one. Batman. Ah, pass. I don't like it. Well, it's like I don't know even know who they're like. Who they're gonna be like going up against? Is it the Joker? Does the Joker just kind of come in and the get jo- out? The Joker's not the squad. He's not in the squad, even on the yeah, poster. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Supposedly it's that enchantress chick. That's the big rumor, but they haven't let any of this out. Yeah, I just feel like it's. I mean, what the fuck am I saying? I'm gonna go see the damn movie. I know. Like, oh, we're all gonna be there. <laughs> it's like, I sit here and complain about it, but they're gonna get my ten dollars. I wish they got my ten dollars. I wish my, it was ten dollars in LA. They're gonna give me my twenty-nine dollars. What? Oh, you know they're coming after. Come on, you're gonna see it. Five D IMAX. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I don't do like three D. I didn't. I didn't see Star Wars in three D. With a seat that massages your butt and like fines <laughs> and shit. It's like, I mean, okay, thirty bucks for a seat that does that. I mean, come on. Oh, dude, the thing is, you know, they're trying to squeeze out. It's not enough. It's not enough just to screen films and collect tickets. Now it's like, damn. How do we make more money? Yeah, well, what about exactly. This? What about this? This seat, like, buzzes. Now they have seats that are full-on, like, rides. I don't know how much it costs. I imagine it's 30-plus dollars. But the whole – it's like they're in groups of four, and the whole thing moves. It's like one of those uh, Star Tours things at Disneyland. Like, the seat rumbles and jumps. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that myself. I, <laughs> I, I saw Star Wars in 2D as well. Like, I was never a huge fan of 3D. Like, people even said a 3D in Avatar is so good. What the fuck was so good about it? Shit right. just pops out in your face. <laughs> sure. Like sure. I, I really just don't care about 3D at all. They hope they want. They're trying to change. Well, no, no. They stopped making 3D TVs. That's out. Yeah, because no one cares. If Star Wars was shot in 3D and like Abrams was like, yes, there are so many shots in 3D, I'd be like, I gotta see that shit. <laughs> I, have to. I have to see it because it's Star Wars and I need, I need it in my life. But it wasn't because if anything, I know like when he was making that film was like. We're gonna keep. We're gonna take it back to the originals. And like, I just was like, people are like, go see it in 3D. That it's actually good. And I was like, 
no, but I'll go see it two more times, just normally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it in 3D just because it's, at this point, it's hard to find a regular screening. You know what I mean? Like, a major multiplex is going to be promoting their 3D screenings way over their normal ones. And so for, the like, that Thursday night preview for Star Wars, it was 3D. And then I saw it in 2D regularly. And you know what? I, I did not miss the 3D when I was watching it. 2D. I did not. Yeah, I've never like been. Was... I'm on board with Nolan in the sense that Nolan is very much against 3D, but he loves IMAX. I like, would do smell of vision yeah. if that's a thing. <laughs> what do you want to smell? I, whatever, yo, whatever's on screen. <laughs> Apple pies, rotted corpses, <laughs> jet engines, you know, small dogs. Ryan Corp shit on screen. I mean, I like people would just be throwing up. Well, that thing depends on the movie. I wouldn't go see Silent Hill and smell of vision, but you know, like, I'd see like, you know. But you know, like, if they like a new, like, you know, uh, Night of the Living Dead came out, you'd be like, I need to know what rotting corpses smell like. I just need to know. I'm gonna have to send. I'm gonna have to send a, uh, send a, a. What do you call that? Someone who goes out and looks for things. A scout. I'm gonna have to send a scout to go smell it for me and report back. I don't. I don't need to be on the the ground floor of like corpse smell. That's. <laughs> gross. Yeah, I don't really need that myself. Maybe I'd see a movie about flowers. Check yeah. It out. <laughs> What's this movie called Flowers? Mm, that's going to be good. <laughs> right, right. I can tell right now. Well, I read something about this guy. They're trying to market it. I guess it's not really taken off, but it's a box that you plug in at your house, kind of like a tea, like a, a Apple TV or something, and it's got like all these essential oils in it, essentially, which are the ingredients for perfumes and colognes. And you plug it into your TV or something, and with whatever you're watching, it would send signals to this box, which would generate smells and it would be able to make like thousands and thousands of smells and be able to program them in so that while you're watching whatever you're watching it like doo -doo -doo, makes... would that would that really enhance your experience you think like is that really necessary I, I feel like you'd be like well this show was pretty shitty but man it smelled good if i was watching like master and commander or one of those whale movies or anything where people are at sea you like the sea the salty and, smell and it smelled like the ocean hard in my house while i was watching it that would do something for me. Really? But yeah. Okay. But, like, I don't... Uh, it's such a leap. Yeah, I, I can't... I don't like any of the... Other than IMAX, I don't like any of the, like, added shit that they do. Except for, like, maybe reclining chairs. Sure. I'll take the service upgrades. Like, they bring you a sandwich to your seat in the yeah, movie. Yeah, but that's almost nothing to do with the movie at that point. Sure. But I'm saying that's where exhibitors, cinemas, that's where you got to get my dollars. Yeah, because you you're going to have dinner in a movie anyway. Thank you! Put it all together. Make the, make the food a... good. Make the food good. Sell beers. Yo, you got me. Uh, yeah, that's that's the move right there, not the fucking everything else they're Seriously, doing. Seriously, you know how much... Dude, I, whew, I'll go through at least two beers in a, in, a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. in a motion picture, and you can charge whatever you want for them. It's a movie theater. <laughs> a motion picture. You know what I mean? Like, so what, now you sold me $30 worth of beer and a $30 ticket for the privilege of buying the beer? Listen... You, and I'm, I'm not saying anymore. You need to pay me from, well, from now on <laughs> as a consultant for saving your ass. Oh, what's this? My beer came in a special uh, Star Wars glass with uh, Kylo Ren on the front of it. Oh, I need God. two more, please. That would, dude, that's a great idea, actually. <sighs> not to mention, you collect them all. Yeah. Dude. That's what I did. Like I went when I went and saw Star Wars. They had this huge like soda cup with Captain Phasma on it, and I was like, yes, please. Fill that up with Coke, sir. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Of course, I feel like if you're trying to get at the juice, there's there's places ripe for the squeezing uh, yeah. when you're when you're showing films in a multiplex. You know, like like, oof, man, 
I really got gouge people. I'd create like a ninety dollar movie experience per head, and people would pay. It'd be worth it. Yeah. And that's all you. You don't have to pay anybody. That sounds a lot better than the other ideas. Definitely. I just keep packing more and more distractions in the theater. It's like I don't need a fucking moving seat or smell a vision or even 3D. Well, I'm sure. But that... if somebody has like a fucking here's your you know collectible Batman vs Superman mug, sure. that's full of beer. Like I'm gonna buy like twelve of those. Their their logic is probably we these are Christmas. We can't count on these presents. jerks to come buy these beers if we force every single idiot though. Buy the Justice League. Five dollars for a plastic set of glasses. There you go. That's money. That's totally money, and, and fans would buy Guaranteed it. across the board, just off the top, 10% increase in sales. I mean, that's probably why my beers and Barca Lounger argument is not working <laughs> uh, for American theaters. Oh, man. Speaking of uh, making money in Batman vs. Superman, Batman vs. Superman, they said, that came out today, I think, that they uh, it's currently tracking around a $360 million mark. For opening weekend, that's worldwide. That's worldwide, and that's uh, similar to what Deadpool did. And uh, it's it's good. Times the it's budget. good, but it's it's not like the mega bucks that they're that they want. You can't you're those mega bucks. You you can't buy those mega bucks. You know what I mean? Like you really. I remember when Spider Man the first one was released, and it was made like what at the time was a shit ton of money, like one fourteen, right. one fifteen. Right. And I remember just walking through the mall. I forgot what I was doing, and I was just lines, li crazy lines, like Russian bread lines. And I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you haven't heard. Spider-Man is out, and people love it. And this is pre-Arclight, and so, like, pre-reserved seating. So I came back the next day, and I was that asshole in line. Oh, yeah, for, 40 for sure. Minutes, 40 minutes. For sure. Great time. I, I Like, the movie's going to have to be, like... Good. Real, real good. Like, like genuinely, like some Dark right. Knight shit good. Like, actually, you... To make the money that they want. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Where I don't work for them, but I'm going to tell you to see it anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and you know what? At Comic-Con they had last year, there was, like, Batman's grenade launcher and shit that they were showing off. So he's, like, throwing grenades at Superman or something. To me, like, that's enough, like, already. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm right. kind of good just with that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right. I mean, they call the movie Superman's New Toys, and it's like, yo, I'm there. There's some toy where he's wearing, like, some Superman armor or something, like some more Kryptonian armor or something. Like, maybe he puts that on when he fights Doomsday or something. Like, Is Doomsday in this movie? Doomsday's totally yeah. in this movie, man. There's he's, so much. There's so much. It's two and a half hours long, too. You're about to hear see a superhero epic. Years ago, I was like, man, they're never going to put no Doomsday in no movie. Ah, wrong. I'm yeah, like, Just yeah, yeah. will never happen. Here yeah. we are, knee-deep in Avengers. And now you're telling me, like, Apocalypse and Darkseed and, like, yeah. Thanos and all the... Dark side show, Dark side showing signs in Justice League already. I mean, uh, Batman vs. Superman. I mean, basically, like, is Galactus in a movie? I mean, at this point, who's not? Galactus is not because that's a fox... Eater of Worlds. You know, yeah. like, that sort of superhero shit I was never into, and I was like, they'll never put that in movies, but it's coming. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, we're going to have, like, uh, uh, probably Dark Side first. No, no, no. Apocalypse definitely first. That's this year. And then Thanos, and then Dark Side. So we got, like, the, the three super-duper villains from, from the universes all showing up kind of back-to-back, which I wonder how, like, I wonder how everybody's going to feel about that. No, historically, when you beat these baddies, it's through some magic talisman or, or amulet or something, like, right? I mean, like, these guys are like, I've been time and space to my will. Like, what is Wolverine going to do about that? I don't think... I think, actually, 
Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, I think like Silver Surfer has to like take him out or something. Like somebody else, it's like super powerful. It's Silver yeah. Surfer and uh, and a combination of some other dudes Doctor that are like Doom? like maybe like they have to team up against him. Like it's, it's not Wolverine. Okay. I assume, I'm assuming that the Vision and Doctor Strange will probably play a big part in this film. You're probably right about that. Yeah. Um, because I feel like to pull in Silver Surfer, you'd have that's the like the Fantastic Four stuff, and we all saw how that movie went. They couldn't, they uh, so. couldn't pull that. That's at Fox too, so they they don't yeah. have the rights. So I'm assuming, like, just with like Age of Ultron and stuff, they changed so much of all of that just for the movie. So I'm assuming you can like go, oh, cool, I read that in the comic, but it's going to be totally different. I think what's interesting about Thanos that I didn't know before I read the comic was he's uh he's in love with Death, which is a woman. Yeah, and she is not into him, so that's why he's like, that's why he's so angry. Worlds, he's so angry. He's like, "What can I do to impress you? I, I, I kill so many people. You're death," and she yeah. won't have it. And it'll be interesting to see how they pull that off. Death Incarnate is a character in the new Avengers movie. Death Incarnate is in Infinity Gauntlet, the comic. I'm assuming they'll probably change a lot of that up, because like, probably yeah. What they're doing is they're setting up this cinematic universe, and it will pay homage to the the books. But I feel like at some point you're gonna be like, God, we're gonna have like 100 characters in this fucking movie. Like, well, how are we gonna have any plot? Like, it's just gonna be people running around killing each other. Which is like my worry for everything else that's coming forward. That's a that's a problem, especially with Infinity Gauntlet, because they're they're gonna like try to wrap it all up, right? Like, well, like I just read all, so phase three's done and Marvel's gonna probably start start anew after that and okay. I don't What's, know we'll Civil see. War and I was like how the fuck are they gonna do Civil War like it just seems like a lot of characters like it's got more characters than Age of Ultron had I need lower thirds for all these dudes they're, they're, on the screen they're they're gonna probably take out a bunch of stuff though but uh, they apparently uh, Civil War's been doing uh, really good in at test screenings that's the I'm, I'm more excited about it than I am the DC stuff, because I, I loved uh, Winter Soldier, and those guys are doing Civil War, so... Those guys are doing Avengers 3 and 4 as well. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to see what those those bros got, because... Uh, bros? Yeah. Yeah. Because I really liked Winter Soldier, because I didn't really care for the first Captain America. I thought the first half was really cool. And then the last half, I was like, ah, I don't care what's happening. You know what? For my money, there weren't enough Nazis in that movie. <laughs> I, I love that first half as well. But, yeah, Winter Soldier was definitely was like, wow, this is the best Marvel movie they've ever made. It really yeah. is. And that was before Guardians, I think. I, I would put uh, Winter Soldier before. Uh, that's just my opinion. But I like uh, that. I like that kind of stuff. I think to date, Marvel's best movies are Avengers 1, Win Winter Soldier, and Guardians. Everything else is second second tier after that. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see Civil War. I I definitely like after reading the books. I'm like, what are they gonna do? Who's gonna die? Is anyone gonna die? Somebody. Like, I mean, yeah, supposedly some big things happen, but we'll see what happens if they actually you, follow you're it. You're not killing anybody. You. Oh, no, I don't know. We'll first see. Of all, first of all, Scarlett Johansson does not count, and all those bullshit psychopaths <laughs> don't count. You can kill a thousand arrow shooting dudes. And mystery, like I was an Avengers. Once. What if, what if they kill off Cap though? That will never happen. You don't think so? They're not will never happen. Winter Soldier might become Cap though. That will never happen. I think they'll kill off. You uh, also said Justice League never happened. You're right. And I'm <laughs> we'll saying see. it now. That will never happen. All right. Okay. We'll see. They're, oh, come on now. Oof. They, they're not gonna kill Tony. 
they're gonna kill uh, Captain America. They're not gonna ki- not gonna kill anybody major. I think they're gonna kill Cap off. Going down. Nah. I think Cap's gonna die in this motherfucker, and then Tony's gonna have to live with it. I don't. They, they only got one other. Mo- they got two movies after this with all of them, which is uh, Avengers three and four. Might as well fucking do some crazy shit. So you're saying do it now. You can't do it afterwards because no one will care. I'm saying they're gonna wrap up this whole thing in a couple years. What whole thing? The whole they're gonna at least the they're gonna probably be doing this forever at this point. But oh yeah, at least the universe that as we know it is gonna end at Avengers uh, three part two. What does that two. mean end? Uh, all the characters that storyline that story arc, whatever like so then phase three. There's gonna be a all whole, new actors. Probably all we'll new see. Characters. We'll see. There's no plans. I think, I think they blew their load and you can't do that. Who are you gonna put in that movie? Well, already they're gonna put newer, younger people in it. Oh, you're saying so? It's, okay, it's not the. It's basically like Bond. They're gonna keep making the same movie and just change the cast out. Yeah, same I mean, character, same location, same shit, but like just new better people. effects and stuff. Sure, but new yeah, I, I think that still Iron Man, still Captain America. I mean, even at, at the end of Avengers two, they got they got like here's the new team, uh, Falcon and War Machine and yeah. uh, Black Widow still in it. It's like all the new new people. Sure, but if you think I'm seeing a movie and that's Vision. just that's just vision like those B C D F characters, you're wrong. It's not happening. Not unless they do some awesome shit in these movies that are coming out. Not happening. A movie starring the C-Squad from some other movies you saw. Like, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. Like, if, if you have to explain to me who this person is, it's a non-starter. It's like a... That's also our age group, don't you think? Marvel's doing the Inhumans. And I was like, I don't even know who the fuck the Inhumans are. <laughs> uh, I don't either, but this movie. I, no one knew who the fuck Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy were, were either. That's true. And now yeah, well, no one gave a flying fuck, and they it was it's one of the best ones they ever fucking made. Well, so yeah, you're, telling, you're telling me I'm gonna take whatever they give me, and I'll like it. I'm saying you loved Rocket Raccoon. I did. <laughs> so there you go. Well, I don't care for it though. <laughs> I don't. I don't like them telling me if I like. I don't. I don't. I don't. If it wasn't on Saturday morning, I'm not messing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my Until point. someone says, hey, Bowditch, this was really good, and you go, maybe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> maybe. If there's not a photograph of me wearing the pajamas, <laughs> yeah. nope. This is really good. Nope. Prove it. Right. <laughs> not feeling it. Uh, Andrew, you were saying earlier how they're just going to keep making like Marvel films and stuff. Uh, before Star Wars came out, someone on Facebook posted, just so you all know, we won't be able to see all the Star Wars ever made. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we'll get Rogue One, and then we'll get the other one, and then I went, I'm gonna die at some point, and other little motherfuckers are gonna get to see Star Wars movies I can't see. Yeah, exactly. And it yeah, made me very true. upset, and I don't want to get old. <laughs> well, listen, Matt, you better start working on that time travel right now. I know, right? Freeze my head or something. I just need to watch it. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need to eat. Wake me up when a new Star Wars is ready. Then put me back in fire. Freezing your head. Just your head in a jar. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't need anything else. I just want to watch the movie and then go back to sleep. <laughs> I mean, that one dude had cancer and was dying, and they let him see Star Wars before he died. There was also a guy petitioning no, for that like, for that Batman. Guy's, and, that guy's not going to see the next episode. He doesn't get to see Rogue One. That's true. Dude, he never gets to see the sun again. I mean, he's got... <laughs> yeah, no, you're talking about... He's talking about the movie. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of things. He's never, he's never going to wake up again. He's never going to go to sleep again. This dude ate his last slice of pizza probably a year and a half ago and didn't even know it. He's never going to feel the touch of a woman? Or a man. Or a dog. Or the wind. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, suspicion. Yeah. Or anything. He's just out. He's dead, <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> he's dead. R.I.P. to Star Wars, homie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying... 
I just want more. I, I just I'll take Star Wars for the rest of my life. And uh, which, if I have to which would you rather to... live with though? The idea that they will continue to produce Star Wars content after you die, or uh, the general public losing interest and Star Wars being buried before you die. Um, I'm fine with uh, Star Wars crashing and burning. And <laughs> really, you just want it all for yourself. Yep. God. <laughs> oh man! Here lies Matthew Fitzgerald, who got to see every Star Wars that ever was. There's Period. this uh, there's this comic book writer uh, Grant Morrison, and he says this thing about Superman uh, was around before he was alive, and will be around after he's dead. So in yeah. some way, Superman's more real than he is, and I always thought that was uh, interesting. Sure. That's that's weird because like he will like Grant Morrison has written some of like some of the best comics. Yes. So yeah. his name will live on. But not like Clark's. No, I mean, he won't be Superman, you know. that's It's just crazy. I mean, that's going to be weird, like, when Mark Hamill dies. Like, that's Luke Skywalker. He's gone. It'll suck, that's but it's not like he had a bad run. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know, man. I think you'll see the death of Luke Skywalker on screen within the next decade. I yeah. think it might happen in the next movie. Oh, that would just be a bridge too far. I'm, I'm yes. calling Cap dying. You I'm calling took Luke on dying. When they, killed, when they killed Han, it was kind of like, meh. But if they kill my man Luke <laughs> on, scre on screen, and I'm not, I agree. I'm not given sufficient warning. What if Luke just, like, says, I will now become more powerful than you can ever imagine, and then pulls up Obi-Wan, turns oh, into a ghost? Tears, tears. No. Be like, no. oh, shit. They would have to, I'd have to leave kicking and screaming from the theater. Uh, <laughs> like, Arya might, man. To, might not see the rest of it. Be like, oh, I got to come back later. Area <laughs> man, too upset to finish film. That's, that'd, be the, that'd be the headline. When I saw uh, Force Awakens, uh, the midnight screening when it came out, when the credits rolled up, we realized that there was a grown woman like 45 years old crying her eyes out because of han dying like really? it was like her own husband had died like, it was like, like funeral shit not sniffling holocaust tears like, like ugly sobbing wow yeah it was it was kind of like wow this is crazy but i, I didn't other th i didn't see it coming before i came into the movie but of course while you're watching it you kind of see them kind of going in that direction but oh, yeah. uh, before before you walk in, it was like it had no idea that was about to go down. Well, the fact that Luke isn't in the first five seconds of the movie, yeah. Han is. You're like, oh, so Han's dying is what you're telling me. I'm saying that like Han's doing this alone, and Han's gonna, you know, I was like real He's curious. going this way, and like, there's some problems. This is a lot of Han time seems like yeah. suspicious. It was, it was Han's movie in a Han big time. way. It was really Han's movie. Yeah. It's probably gonna be Luke's movie in the next one. Oh man, Not I want training you. sessions. I want it. <laughs> It'll last for most of it. Yeah. I think he'll make it to the third one. I think the the last one will be his probably that will probably be the death of Luke Skywalker. How do you feel about him like going into isolation and like not saving or training anybody and just because of uh, uh, Kylo uh, killing all Kylo, the students? Kylo killing all those people. He like went away even though Kylo was becoming stronger and stronger. Uh, he's got some explaining to do. He's, yeah. he's probably, like, building uh, but something up. I feel up. like when you watch the other Star Wars films, it's not like Obi-Wan was like, oh, crap, Princess Leia's in trouble. Like, better right. just save her before they blow up Alderaan. I right. guess you're right, yeah, it's like, yeah, That's yeah. the tradition. You have to come find these dudes. Right, right, right. like right. reading about the news on Twitter, damn, sucks for them. And then you're like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, Playboy, you want to help? You're like, right. You're right. He was a hermit as well, so. I guess. And, I mean, like, I, I can't imagine, like, you're like, all right, cool. There are no more Jedis left. There's only me, because, like extended universe whatever 
if you don't like if you're just watching this one film and have only seen the other films luke skywalker is like the end he is the like so you have all these kids you've gathered together that you're like yes the new jedi's this is going to be it and then they're all slaughtered in front of you or whatever happens that's probably not easy to swallow you right. know like he probably needed time and like does he regret that he let han die i'm sure that's going to weigh heavily in the next episode Oof. like because yeah. i mean like you think leia's going to be like she's probably going to hug him and then slap him in the face yes and be like uh where were you at you where asshole have you, you know been? that's going to be big yeah you're right where have so, you been chewy chewy might try and rip his arm off classic chewy move yeah 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 like hey man could have used you on that bridge <laughs> yeah exactly need that you know, force would have, would have real <laughs> powerful slick. jedi motherfuckers <laughs> right, over here right. in the middle of nowhere would have come in handy it was out here handling your light work uh, <laughs> yeah, and man, like if a man killed yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see who ray is and where this goes and if kylo actually stays bad for the entire thing or if he yeah has... they said he had some good in him and i wonder because like if they do the exact same thing that they did with darth vader of him never turning good except for that one move he, vader does turn good he does yeah. that one move that that one move is the move he kills him that's true that's true it's good it's, it was really good i mean if you're gonna do yeah. one move yeah yeah that's yeah, the, yeah, move, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. move to do yeah the end of the war that's that's true so maybe he'll do something like that but it's it'll be hard to come back from killing off Han though, man. Oh, I mean he's 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 done with the fans. Redemp redemption, no. like there's no way. No, no, no. There's no, no way. We're not we're not Christ-like. That's not happening. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. For sure. No forgiveness, no forgetting. <laughs> no, no. I don't care how many Death Stars you blow up, Kylo. You're dead. You're dead to me. Mark yeah. Mark Hamill said in a recent interview, like uh, he said he loved Daisy Ridley like a daughter or something like that, and he had to like backtrack from that statement. Is, I wonder. Put a clamp on all these idiots. Yeah, 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 Put yeah. A clamp. You know what? They need to feed these get these guys their lines on set with the cameras running. Right, right, right. You know. Just I really hope down. that it's not his daughter. It's because too obvious. Have, like you already have Han and like Ben Solo, and I'm like, that's cool. I get it. There's some family, but I'm like, I don't really need them to be like. He could just love her like a daughter. Probably, like, yeah. a friend that he had that was like, oh, shit, you were going to be a Jedi and you died, but you had this daughter who also has Force powers, and I got to take her under my wing. She's like my adopted child. I don't know. Did I you mean, feel I, that I, she was too powerful, by the way? Uh, this Everyone says, oh, how did she learn all this shit so fast? I was like, have you ever seen those motherfuckers that can just uh, pick up a guitar and be like, oh, yeah, I just wrote this, and you're like, how the fuck you don't even play guitar? <laughs> you like you know those people who are just really good at shit when they st first start doing it like they might not be great at it but like they, they've already established in the star wars universe that some people are strong in the force yeah it doesn't so she's, but i i just felt like her being strong in the force plus knowing how to uh fight already plus knowing how to fix han's ship uh plus everything else it was like it was like it just felt like she had no weaknesses whatsoever Strong, powerful female characters in a movie? Yes, please. Thank you. I'll, I'm taking it. You know, I'll take a little more Ripley if you got it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be able to fight or whatever. I'm just saying, like, there was... I have a Class B license. There was there was just no... She had no... Usually characters have strong points and weak points, and it felt like well, I mean, very little weak points. Oh, her weak points were having no family, being a beggar, living in a goddamn hovel, and like, please, sir, can I have some more? Like, that's her vibe. But every skill she's, like, amazing at. She's very talented. All right. Yeah. All right. She's very good. All right. Also, also, she's really specific, her skills. You know what I mean? It's like 
it's like a, if, if um, you made like Fast and the Furious and one of the characters can drive cars and fix them, it's like, okay, well, what if he was doing financial services? You know, probably wouldn't be so skilled. Same with her. I bet she can't cook. You know? She cooks at the bread thingy. Oh, that yeah, was popped up. That wasn't cooking. That, that, was, that was a, a trash bum meal if I ever saw one. <laughs> you know, she didn't eat, she'd not eat that with a relish. She was kind of like, hmm. That was a practical effect, too, apparently. That's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. I bet it tastes horrible. I don't know. I'm like interested. I feel like once the turn that happens, that like when she figures out who her family is or whatever the fuck that is, I feel like that's going to be a lot of her like her wrestling with like. Would I love to see Ray turn to the dark side and Kylo come back to the light side to kill Ray? That'd be fucking crazy. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that would blow my fucking mind, man. We're toying with my emotions right now. Just talking about it. I don't know how I feel about that. Woo. It's like, uh, do you guys watch Rebels at all? No. Um, I guess, like, I haven't seen the new series, but I guess Darth, like, the main dude in it, uh, Ezra, is, like, the young Jedi in it. I guess, like, he's learning from Darth Maul now. Oh. But he starts off as a good Jedi. Like, he's being taught by Kanan, who is, like, this Jedi who, like, his his uh, Jedi Master saved his life when the uh, Order was sent. Okay. He's kind of been, like, hiding. And uh, so that's, like, the plot for this new series was, like, is Ezra going to be a bad guy or not? And then there's, like, rumors that Benicio could be an older Ezra. That's to tie interesting. So, I, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see if they could tie any of that stuff in. But um, Benicio just, being a Sith is one of the best ideas that they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, I just think it'd be interesting to see someone go from good and watch their progression of... Because you always hear about, like, you know, until the prequels, it's like, oh, they went bad. But, like... The prequels, it wasn't a good, like, go bad kind of movie, you know? It's like, you're like, oh, so Darth Vader's just uh, a little shit, basically, <laughs> you know? It's like, I want to see someone, like, struggle with, like, the light side, the dark side, and then ultimately maybe make, the like, a terrible decision and can't come back from it. Well, let me ask you this. If you were part of an organization that purported to be uh, out for truth, justice, in the American way... For everyone in the galaxy, yeah, and you trained a bunch of highly skilled like commandos essentially, but like clockwork, every generation you were personally responsible for an Hitler times ten, <laughs> every yeah. single generation. How many of those guys would you have to put down personally before you said, you know what, fellas, we're not teaching magic anymore. We're shutting it down. Too dangerous. Maybe it's that's why he went to become a hermit. It's just it just seems irresponsible to me. It's like how many times does someone say, you know what, I'm actually bad before you you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's I kind of feel like Jedi, to the Jedi Council, to Sith, to Padawans, or like America, to guns and mass shootings. It's yeah. Kind of like, hey man, uh, maybe we ought to I don't know not do this anymore. Considering. Right, right, right. Alderaan just got blown up. What do you think? How about a moratorium on all magic just across the board? But yeah. It's never. But you're always going to have that person, like, I feel like in, like, this, like, in that Star Wars universe, you're always going to have that person that is going to go, man, things are a little different. I'm really good at this stuff. Oh, let me pick up this history book and read about this. <laughs> right, right, right. And be like, oh, I can do all this shit, too. Let me just figure it out for, like, a couple of years. And then it's like, oh, shit, we need Jedi again because this motherfucker's taking over the world. Or like the universe, right? And they kind of they kind of do that a little bit in. That's always one of my problems. Though, is like the timeline's still compressed. Like in the movies, they act like the difference in time between episodes three and four is like 
centuries. And it's really like 15 years. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's really not that long at all. Maybe 20 years. You know what I mean? It's a short time. And so to go from a Jedi Council existing and ruling the galaxy to that falling up, an empire rising up, and then falling, another empire rising all of it happens in 25 years. Like, it just, I never, mm, I don't care for it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. You're like, this is like, I mean, it's called Star Wars. I mean, there are always going to be Star Wars, you know? Sure. It's like, this is what they're going to be doing. Like, they're just going to be doing this battle like, oh, we wiped out all the Jedi. Oh, we wiped out all the Sith. Oh, we wiped out. It's going to be back and forth. But, like, everything we know about Star Wars takes place in, like, the same amount of time as the movie Goodfellas. You know what I mean? And, like, look what happens in Goodfellas. You know? Yeah. Or, or, or Casino. You have a few laughs. Eh, you fall. But in this movie, it's like, yo, the government has switched over four times. We fought legitimately three entire galactic wars to their... To their three con- Death Stars. To their conclusion. That basically, yeah. it means that at any given time, there is one Death Star drifting in pieces, one Death Star coming online, and one being built all the time. Right. There is never a moment in the Star Wars universe where someone somewhere isn't building it. And so, what are you working on? Well, you know that uh, that's going to get blown up uh, next Thursday. Right. So we got to have a new one. <laughs> right, right, right. Assuming right. that this one gets blown up. I'm not saying it, but assuming this one gets blown up, got plans for the next one. Got to start that next. You know what I mean? It's like it's I a, think I think they need to be done with the star with the with the Death Stars. Like, Agreed. For, oh, yeah. for, until the end of time. Like we we've seen enough. This last one was was good. It was the size of a planet. It was well, fine, I, but I feel like the next two films. What I'm hoping anyway is it's going to be more of a Jedi Sith kind of that kind of grander good versus evil instead yes. of like. And probably a little political stuff, which I would like to see as well. But um, I'm really like the Knights of Ren are fucking cool because like not necessarily that they're Sith, but they're just these badass assassins. And I'd really like to see in the next one like this, like Luke's like, yo, Ray, I'm going to teach you some stuff. Oh, no, we got to fight all these Knights of Ren. But I'm not ready. You were always ready. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. It's just like it's just like this kind of like chase movie, like where they're trying to run and like train her and like get back in touch with Leia and, like, you have, like, you know, Poe, whatever his Sign me up for any kind of training scene ever. Like, sign me up right now. The cruel tutelage of Luke Skywalker, when can we begin? If if he's saying, like, if he's quoting some shit that Yoda said to him, it's over. I'm I'm there. I've already said if she has her upside down, like, balancing rocks or something, and he's like, good, good. And then, like, she falls, and the rocks hit the ground, and she goes, I can't do it. It's just, it can't be done. And then he looks up on a hill, sees, like, the ghost of Yoda, and he says, she's not ready. Like, I will <laughs> literally, I will literally fall out in the theater. Yeah. I'll have to be, they'll have to call up an ambulance, <laughs> put an IV in, and take me to, to Cedar sinai because I just won't be able to handle it. I will not be able to take it. I am, I am the same way. I, like I said, I love that master student shit. Like, oh, when, it, when he said, on. when he was saying, you need a teacher, I was already like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was already heading that direction. And, uh. You know, to see that relationship in this new movie uh, unfold and that her training, it's going to be, God, it's going to be fucking great, man. I mean, like, yeah. the Star Wars Kung Fu movie, I'm ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be ready. so mad. It's like the title screen is scrolling, and it's like, Luke's been training Ray for, like, seven months. And it's like, no, don't you do this to me. Don't you do oh, this. They, they, listen, like, there are some obligatory scenes that we need to see. Do you think, I mean, I, I would like that, like, like as soon as that opening crawl stops and they do whichever white direction that they do this time, it would be cool to to see it like open right up on one of those rocks, and then you see the rock lift 
oh yeah lift up and then it falls down and then there's the next shot is like a wider shot of uh them training Ugh. like that's that would be so awesome i want dagobah part two is what i want yeah, yeah exactly exactly i want dagobah part two like the Millennium, I mean, this is like really just doing the same shit over again. But the Millennium Falcon like falls into a big puddle. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. ship's ruined. He's like, pull it out. She's like, I yeah. can't. I mean, like, <sighs> like, I want it. You, you, like the last one, like you said, was like a greatest hits type of thing. But if they, if they want to reference some, some of the older shit again, some emotional it, stuff, it's got to be oh, that. That's exactly man. it. Which th- th- it looks like that's gonna happen anyway. There's no way sure. they won't. Sure. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I want a Yoda. I want a blue Yoda floating there. Yeah, tears. I want Obi. I want uh, Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan coming up, saying something. Yes. You know, like I want want more of that stuff. Like I really hope they dive into more, because like I feel with like A New Hope and on, it was like, it's like, oh, the Jedi are so mysterious, and there's only one. Oh, he's dead. Oh, here's another one. Oh, he dies too. So I'm hoping that we like get to see all like a lot more of that, like the Jedi way. You know, just and by tra- way meaning what exactly? Just like you know, may- maybe what like uh like watching Clone Wars and stuff like more of the training aspect of it, like, uh-huh. but it, like on film, you know, like not just like animation stuff, you know, like the, the training regimen that they go through. Yeah, I would like to see more of that because like you get a little bit of it with Yoda, but then Luke's like, I gotta go save my friends, and he was like, Don't go, man. They like there's still so much to learn. He's like, No, nah, I gotta save my my friends. Right, right, right. So, like, I just, I would like more of that, but, I mean, how much can you do of that in, like, a two-hour film, you know? I mean, yeah. That's the other thing. Like, those kung fu things, I mean, they grind them out in 30 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make 10, 15 a year, and so, like, there's volumes and reams and just stacks of those scenes. And, like, Star Wars, they don't have, I mean, we're impatient is what it is. I think we're all looking to fast forward, like, 30 years from now when you can watch just, like, a supercut of all the best Star Wars training scenes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so and good. And just go, ah. you know, like that's that's what we're waiting for. It's like someone put their foot on the gas, you know. Yeah. Like, let's get this thing. Like I think what they should she... shut down Disney World until Star Wars is finished. What if she gets like, uh, you know, like Darth Maul had the bow thing. What if she gets that too? Because she already showed that she was good at the bow. Shit, she has to make her lightsaber too on film. Just saying. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. What? If, yeah. What if it showed, up with showed that like Luke's like, this is how you do it. Shit. She's like, actually, I was thinking of doing something like this. <gasps> <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. God, yeah. Because we haven't seen a good, like, a, a Jedi uh, bow saber thing. Just uh We really haven't seen them just do anything Darth with them except swing them and hand them off to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, The idea yeah. that, like, Anakin built it himself. It's like, you couldn't show me one scene with, like, yeah. Qui-Gon and talking in the background. And, like, maybe Luke, you come around and Anakin's got the lightsaber opened. Right, right, right. And he's right. like, oh, this is cool. Like, come on. Don't yeah. be a bone. Don't be a bone. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting because uh, with Rebels, uh, Ezra's lightsaber is a lightsaber, but it also shoots like a like a gun, too, which is pretty interesting. Okay. So I'm, I'm wondering what they'll do with her. Like, if it'll be, like, a classic saber or, like, some kind of, like, invention. Since, like, she's really good with, like, mechanical stuff like fixing ships who knows what kind of lightsaber she'll create so that'll be interesting and also too like they have like the jedi trials which is where you have to go and like survive like basically what luke went and did when he sees vader and like cuts his head off and then it shows his face like all padawans have to go like into a temple like with that kind of mysterious force and like pass that training 
So like, will that's she have a, to do that? That's a really like Asian thing. Uh, I, I think especially Japanese, but I think probably not not just Japan, but uh, like warriors would go on what was called a warrior's pil pilgrimage. Yeah. And um, lots of like survival and just training all day, every day, um, either by yourself or with someone else. And um, to the point of exhaustion, uh, because they say that like that's whenever you learn to really hone your skills is whenever you're like about to die when you're about to die on these like yeah. pilgrimages and like, I, all that's borrowed I think which is great yeah I, I just like how much of that can we get and it's like but then I like I want to know what Poe's up to what's going on with Finn like you know it's like what's Kylo doing I, I, I was very interested like not to, to one to, to like I was trying to figure out how uh, Finn's path because Poe's already an established pilot. He's going to stay that way, more than likely. Finn just, I don't know, like he could end up like like a Han Solo type or what? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I was, I'm kind of hoping that like whatever, like if he's unconscious or in coma right now, I'm hoping that it's like you get the movie with like Luke and Ray and there's some Poe stuff and like whatever the fuck else is going to happen. And then they're like in that moment where it's like, oh shit, we're gonna die. And then it's like, oh shit, Finn woke up. Here he is to save the day. He'll be in the next film. Yeah, that could happen. It feels like, like Han Solo would have never even touched a lightsaber, really. Well, I guess he did. He did. I, okay, maybe he, you said he did, right? He did not. Yeah, he cuts open the. Uh, oh, sure. Oh yeah, that's right. To save Luke. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. But he didn't use it a whole lot. Whereas Finn like had full on fight scenes holding a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's a difference between him and Han Solo. But I still wonder, like, I wonder the, I wonder where his path will lead. It's very uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that maybe they do. Uh, I was hoping that Poe would kind of be like the Wedge Antilles of the series, where he's like a really great pilot and like best friends with another character. Because like in the novelizations, like Wedge and Luke are like best buds, like inseparable. And then later on, Wedge has Force powers. And he also, and he starts training with Luke Skywalker and opening up Jedi temples in some of the uh, extended universe novels. Right. So I'm wondering if they'll make Poe like a Jedi or something, or be force sensitive. Because like that flying he does in that one scene, I'm like, damn, that's possibilities. I I I love that shit, man. I think they should do another like, not like Top Gun, but like another like fighter pilot movie with like ace pilots. <laughs> Yeah, at least maybe even like slightly military sci-fi, but not like kind of like kind of like Metal Gear, but with uh, kind of mixed Metal Gear with Top Gun and maybe yeah, slightly slightly more humor. Slightly, I'm not a lot. Rogue One is. I mean, but not in space, like on Earth. I, like this is like a one of a one of the dream movies I have. Yeah. Dude, we but gotta like... wrap it up though, man. We actually gotta get back to work. Oh come on, guys! What? Just <laughs> Sorry, bro. Gotta it's make great, that cash. It's great talking to you, Mr. Fitzgerald. Agreed. It was fun. Hopefully, we can do more of this and figure out uh, specific times when everyone can do it. It's gonna have to probably change every week, man. But we'll figure it out. Just keep me posted, man. It was great hearing from you guys, and uh, hopefully, I'll be seeing you this year. You too, man. Yeah, man. Uh, anytime's a good time to come to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know because I'll probably be staying with uh, one, two, or all of everyone who lives there. So. Sounds great. Sounds good to me, man. All right. You guys have a good one. You too. You too. Happy Friday. Talk to you soon. Happy Friday. Bye. Later.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.